0: Hello and welcome to Wedding Talk. I'm your host Danielle Duffy and this is the first episode of my new wedding podcast. I hope for this podcast to be kind of like a wedding magazine that you can listen to. I got married in March, 2022 and during the planning became obsessed with everything wedding. I followed photographers from all over the country for inspiration. I was going through all the wedding websites every single week and I was buying all of the wedding magazines the minute they came out. My husband and I got engaged in 2018 and I didn't get married until 2022, so it was a lot of stalking. But I always got a little bit frustrated when there wasn't the space to go deeper into some parts of the planning or more talk about the budgeting and how to do this, or if the photos in the magazine or the website didn't quite match what the couple were talking about. This was one of the things that really encouraged me to start this podcast. I want this podcast to be somewhere where I can talk to real people about their experience. I want to know how they planned everything from how they set their budget to their experience with picking the music. I want to know about what they used for inspiration and how they decided on the decorations and the furniture that they hired or had for the day. And then I want to hear about the nitty-gritty of the day. What were the favorite parts of the day? What went wrong? What surprised them and what they wish they knew? Even though I got married a couple of years ago now, I still follow all of the wedding and photographer accounts. I'm still obsessed. So I'm really excited to talk to people about this. As it is the first episode, today I will be talking about my wedding to my amazing husband, Jonty. Full disclosure, I devour podcasts but this is my first time doing one or even recording my own voice. And so I am very nervous. So I would really appreciate it if you left a rating or review in whatever app you listen to this on to get the word out. And if you have any feedback or potential questions for future couples, please DM me on the Instagram, weddingtalk.podcast. The way I'm gonna set this podcast up in the future when I'm talking to real guests is to have a question and answer interview style podcast. Today, it's just me, so I'm going to try and follow the order as much as I possibly can um, and keep it really logical and flowing. Um, but I'm still hoping to set it out so what you hear today would be the kind of conversations that you should expect to hear in the future with my guests. I'm gonna start by introducing my lovely husband and my family. So I met my husband, Jonty, in 2013. We were working together at a Subway In Torquay in Victoria. We've now been together for around 10 and a half years and we've been married for nearly two of those years. We have two baby girls. The oldest is nearly three and the youngest, uh, she just turned one a few months ago. We were a COVID wedding. So we originally planned for a 2020 wedding and we didn't end up getting married until March 2022. So in that time, we had a couple of lockdowns um, a lot when if you're in Melbourne, but we had a couple of postponements. I think that we might have postponed like twice. And also during that time, we had our first child. So it was a big couple of years for us. And obviously that meant that a lot of our wedding plans changed throughout that time, but throughout the entire period, the feel of our wedding didn't change at all. So, everything we wanted stayed the same. Our guest list stayed the same. Our plans kind of stayed the same. So, that was really lucky. So, it didn't, it meant that we didn't have to change that many things during the couple of years, which was really good. But we did have the added stress of having to realign all of our vendors every time that we had to change everything. So, that was a bit stressful, but we got really lucky in that we got to pretty much keep every single person that we originally planned. So that was really lucky. So firstly, I just want to have a talk about our budget. So we had had our first baby and so we didn't want to spend a huge amount of money on our wedding because obviously you've got a whole lot of baby and family expenses with um, starting a family. So I think that we planned to have a budget of around 20 grand and we pretty much stuck to that the whole time. So that was really good. But it just meant that we really had to figure out what we wanted to prioritize spending our money on and make sure that we didn't explode in other areas, which might have meant that we didn't get to spend things that we really wanted to. So for us, what was really important was that we got some really good food for all of our guests. We are like big on food, big on just hanging out and eating and relaxing with our friends. So that was kind of the feel that we wanted for the whole wedding. So we had decided that one of the biggest things that we wanted to lock in was our caterers and we wanted to make sure that we spent the right amount of money on that. So what we did to kind of make sure that we could spend the right amount of money on the things that we really wanted to was cut out in other areas. So we saved money by having a Spotify playlist. So we decided against having a DJ or a band or anything play, which actually was something that my husband really enjoyed. He really likes making playlists and stuff. So that was his job and he was really happy that he got to do that. The other thing that we saved money on was um, we ended up, getting our venue as a local, like a local hall and local oval. So um, it was just run by the council, which meant that it only cost us a couple of hundred dollars to rent it out for the three days. So for the day before to set up the actual wedding day and the day after. And that was a really big money saving thing. It was also fantastic for us because it was pretty much a blank slate. So it was this beautiful hallway, a beautiful oval, but we had to bring everything in, which meant that we could kind of figure out how much money we wanted to spend on furniture and decorate the whole thing ourselves, which we really enjoyed. We really wanted our wedding to feel like just a day hanging out with friends with just like a ceremony at the start of the day. And I think we really achieved that, um, based on a lot of the feedback that we got from friends, they really enjoyed that kind of feel and said it was a really relaxed atmosphere, which is good because T and I are quite relaxed and chill. And I'll speak a little bit about it later, but we also had quite a few children, um, just cousins and um, our own child and family, friends, kids there. So it was really important that we felt like they weren't gonna be bored and hassling their parents the whole time as well. So like I was saying, we got married at a local council um, hall. So it's called Merger Bullock Hall and it's just outside of Geelong. And yeah, it's a blank canvas. So inside the hallways, beautiful white um, painted large bricks there's beautiful hardwood floors really high ceilings it's really really beautiful inside and then on the outside there's lots of trees a really big oval Um, and so yeah we could pretty much bring everything in so we used the hallway as our ceremony site so we had set up beautiful fairy lights all through the um all through the roof and then we had set up really big um pottery vase thingies. I can't really think of what the name is them. Instead of having an arbor. So there was, I think six big vases or maybe eight big vases set up um, on either side of where Jonti and I were gonna stand. And our florist had um, put together these really beautiful dried flower bouquets. So uh, they were coming out of these really big, beautiful, colorful vases. And then we had heaps of candles around the area as well. Um, So it looked really, really good. There were two really big pews that were in the hallway. So our family sat there and then the rest of the crowd, we had put out heaps of chairs um, and the rest of um, our friends just kind of sat on the chairs or stood up during the ceremony. And then we moved outside. So literally just outside the hallway for the reception where we had kind of set up some big wine barrels with those big white umbrellas, we had lots of long tables as well for our guests to sit on. We had a wooden dance floor in the middle, some festoon lights around the um, around the dance floor. So, and then we had hired a bar as well. So we had this really beautiful setup outside, where everyone could kind of sit, relax while we got our photos taken. The whole rest of the day was going on. So we had hired all of our furniture from a company in Geelong called Elderberry Events and they were fantastic. They came out the day before and set everything up. I had kind of laid out a map of what I wanted everything to look like and they set everything out for us and then they came by the day after to pack everything up and they actually came out on the wedding day because we had hired um, a couple of gas heaters and we were having trouble with one of them. So they came out, replaced that. And that honestly they were fantastic. They were so helpful and they did everything we wanted. So that was really easy, especially because everything in our wedding was DIY. So we brought everything ourselves. So um, if it meant that we didn't have to kind of set all those things up, it took one less thing off mine and Johnty's plate, which was, fantastic it made our day so much easier so our food was fantastic we had a pizza truck called happy camper pizza and what they did was started out the day with this really beautiful big grazing table so our guests were able to go and grab food from the grazing table while they were cooking pizzas so they were making wood fire pizzas and they would just put a bunch of pizzas out in front and people were taking the pizzas back to their tables and would just grabbing a bunch of different ones and sharing plates and stuff which was fantastic that's exactly the kind of feel that we want because that's what John T and i like to do on our friday night so we wanted our wedding to feel the same kind of vibe food was delicious and they finished the night by putting out gelati as well so there was a couple of different types of gelati and maybe even a dessert pizza i can't remember now but they were great They were so helpful and the guys that ran that were really lovely so for alcohol what we did is get a bunch of different types of alcohol so a lot of different types of wines, um, sparkling wines, champagne and a few different types of beers and soft drinks for all of our guests and we actually went to Dan Murphy's because they have a thing where if you, if you keep all the receipts and stuff and you don't open any of the drinks you can return um, return the alcohol unopened. So we thought that was a really good deal because you never know how much people are going to drink at a wedding, especially because we were just that little bit out of town. So um, we kind of didn't know what was going to go there. And what we did was just get a couple of our friends to run the bar for us. And they were absolutely amazing. They had had previous hospitality experience. They knew exactly what they were doing, but they were just so much fun. Okay, so my dress was a bit of an ordeal. So like I said, we originally planned to get married in 2020. So I picked my dress in the start of 2020. Um, I didn't realize that you had to order your wedding dresses in so much in advance. So when I got to, the, um, got to the wedding dress shop, they were like, oh, you've only got eight months. It's the start of COVID. We have no idea what's going to happen. Um, we really recommend that you only buy local designers and we only stock this uh, this amount of local designers. There was this apparent timeline and no one knew what the world was doing, which is totally fair enough. So I ended up buying this really beautiful dress that I loved at the time and felt amazing in and was kind of worded up um, Oh don't put any weight, don't put on any don't put on any weight. there's a lot of like, boning and stuff in the bodice bit just under the chest so around just around down my waist and so they, they're like don't put on any weight it's going to be really hard to alter all of this stuff and then it mustn't have been long after a few months after we had decided to do our first postponement and then we found out I was pregnant so I was like what is this wedding dress going to do so then come a few months before my wedding I'm like yep I'll try it on and it hasn't fit my whole ribs just expanded after having a baby everything was bigger um, and so I was like I have no idea what I'm going to do so I took it to a seamstress who was amazing and she managed to bring it out so that was huge so we ended up getting it to fit quite well But by that time I wasn't really vibing with the dress. I think I had sat with it for so long and you know, everyone says, once you pick your dress and get rid of all the other wedding designers and stuff on Instagram, but I just didn't do that. So I think I had spent the last, whatever, one and a half years being like, oh, but I really like this, but I really like this, but I really like this. And in that time, sleeves became a big thing. So I was like, I really want sleeves. Um, and luckily for me, one of my really great friends who was the witness signing our documents, she is fantastic with the sewing machine. So she was able to make me these beautiful sleeves. They match the color perfectly. They draped really well and they just made my whole wedding dress. It made me feel a thousand times more comfortable. I fell in love with my dress again and just had this really, really positive experience because of her. And yeah, I can't I can't really explain like how many times I was like, I want to get a second dress. I want to do this. And then I just couldn't really justify spending the money on a second dress. I had because of the shock value of, Oh, you need to get a wedding dress. You need to get it right now. I had probably spent a little bit more than I wanted to on the original dress. So then being like, if I want a second dress, wasn't really going to be something that I could factor in. So I got really lucky. So, um, just, You know, always know that if you aren't 100% sure, yes, you have the option of a second dress, but there's a million seamstresses out there and they can do amazing things. So definitely take someone up if you know someone who can do that. My husband, John T, and his groomsmen went to YD. They got these amazing um, navy blue suits. Him and his groomsmen all wore the exact same things. And then what we did was match my bridesmaids' navy blue dresses to the Um, to the men's suit so everyone kind of wore navy blue and then the boys wore white shirts so for my bridesmaids I had my two sisters and um, one of my best friends two of them wore um, navy blue dresses from Shona Joy and then the third one had a baby I think he was he would have been two months old at my wedding so she had originally bought this really small dress from shona joy and then obviously all these years have passed and she had had this baby boy and she's like dan i can't wear it i don't feel comfortable the straps are so small i've grown all of these things so we ended up buying her a completely different dress one of those ones where you can like alter and change the top of it a thousand times so um depending on how she kind of felt we would be able to cater for that and then luckily my other bridesmaid and her were similar sizes previously. So she was able to wear um, the other Shona Joy dress. So we got really lucky there. Um, but yes, everybody wore navy blue. I didn't do a big wedding Will you be my bridesmaid? Will you be my maid of honor type thing? I'm going to blame covid, but I'm kind of sad that I didn't now because I think that they're really beautiful and you know, it's a really nice way to kind of invite people to be a big part of your wedding. I'm pretty sure I just sent them all a message and they already knew because these were people that I'd said my whole life you'll be in my wedding party. So I'm a bit sad, but it was still really fantastic for them to be there. So um again just coming back to budget one of the things that i was really adamant on was i wanted to buy the dress for them it was something that i was like no i want you to wear this um this is my day this is what i want you to wear dress wise um but i asked my people to buy their own shoes i figured that's probably something they could wear um over and over again so they had free reign um of what shoes they wanted to I think I gave them a color scheme of what color I wanted the shoes to be, but i said, you can put it in whatever style you feel comfortable doing. So that was something that they paid for. And then I paid for all their hair and makeup to be done. Um, so I didn't want them to be spending too much money, but I still, you know, shoes can be one of those things that can blow out really easily. So I was like, that can be your job. One of the really big highlights for my day was, our photographer so we used a photographer called weddings with alex Shaw, and he's a local photographer around geelong and the surf coast area he was so amazing um when we first met him i went into full bride mode and i was like these are a bunch of inspiration photos um this is a like this is where we're getting married this is beautiful off-site place that i want to get um sunset photos at called dog rocks And I had sent him a bunch of photos of that location that I really liked. And I said, like, how do you feel about these? Is this something that you can do? I'm really, like, I really like this style of photography. I've seen a lot of your work and I think that we could work together and get some of this done if we've got the right kind of sunset on the night and stuff. And he absolutely nailed the brief. Like, my photos are incredible. My sunset photos are amazing. We just absolutely got so lucky with our sunset on the night that it was just that beautiful 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 color and i'm just obsessed every time i see them i just get so excited still which is like amazing because it's been you know a couple of years um but alex was really chill he fitted in with the wedding perfectly i think that he stayed the whole night and just ended up dancing and putting on with everybody but um i had guests coming up to me and telling me that they loved him and he was really friendly and that, you know, I think I've had other people ask to to do photography with him since then as well. So he's been absolutely amazing. And I just think that nailing your photographer is so important, like they're a huge part of your day. Like he was with us from the very start. So he, you know, did all the get ready photos and everything until the end of the night, basically. And you just wanna really pick someone that you vibe with whose work you really love but someone that you know is going to match the kind of attitude of the day and not and kind of run with how you feel and not make you feel pressured to do things and stuff like that so we got really lucky like I said with our sunset photos were absolutely beautiful but we had spent so long out doing those photos that we completely blew out our timeline and Um, It was dark and we wanted to do other things and get other photos, but he just completely went with it. There was no stress about what was going on for the rest of the night. Like it was just ran really easily, which was really fantastic. Like you don't want to feel stressed when you're doing things. So our music choices, we decided um, not to do a first dance together because we're awkward enough as it is. But we did do, I did do a father and daughter dance and I was really surprised. I didn't think my dad would be very keen on it. But as soon as I said like, hey dad, do you want to do a father and daughter dance? He was like, yep, this is the exact song that I want. Can't wait. And so I was a bit surprised. So we danced to Neil Young, Harvest Moon and it was just absolutely beautiful. So my dad and I started and then um, Jonty's, and Jonty and Jonty's mum came onto the floor and then aunties and uncles came onto the floor. My mum came onto the floor and it was just absolutely beautiful. We've got some really amazing photos of um, me, Jonty and our family just all dancing on the floor. And it was absolutely amazing for both sides of my family and Jonty's family. Our grandfathers had passed so I think it was a really emotional moment for our mums and our aunties um as well as our remaining grandparents so both of our nanas, and just they were tearing up and they were like this was so beautiful like pop and pa would have really enjoyed this um which is really 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 loved to lovely to hear So our whole wedding was DIY. So T and I organized everything besides obviously from the furniture, which the company brought in, we brought everything in. And I didn't think, I didn't really think about how much work was going to go into that. So this is a heads up for anybody that's having a DIY wedding. It's actually a lot of work. So we were there the day before sticking up just, I think we got fairy lights over like a hundred meters. We were there for hours, like big ladder sticking up all these fairy lights for our ceremony. We didn't have an arbor, but we had all these beautiful vases and candles laid out um, around where John T and I stood. And I had asked, uh, I think one of the groomsmen was going to light the candles um, before we all walked in. So they were in really big thingies and I didn't even think of it I was like yep you'll be able to light it the candle will be fine and he's gone to light one it's kind of lit up like god so we didn't bring like one of those really long long lighters first mistake we didn't make just a little hand lighter he's lit the candle Gone to go put it in back into the thing it's heated up the glass is broken everywhere I'm not here and no one's here at this point but he's just like I'm not doing this it's going to take too long I'm going to break so many things so we didn't have any of the candles lit. So we had all these beautiful, colorful candles around the place, but none of them were lit, which I don't think anybody really noticed. But I was like a bit devastated because this is the idea that you have in mind. But it also just meant that the morning of the poor boys were just running around like I had a list of things they had to do. They had to pick up the speakers because for some reason we couldn't pick them up earlier. They had to go there and bring all the alcohol. We had to meet, they had to be there to meet the um, lady that was making our fantastic cake. So they were spent the whole morning, like they got up really early and just were there like rushing, 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 doing all these things, setting all these things up. And then the day after we had to do that massive cleanup. So we had ordered those that really beautiful confetti from the whole bride, so the biodegradable confetti and and the whole hallway was just covered in it which you know looked fantastic except you're trying to sweep it all up and there's confetti everywhere it's really light so it was a really hard job to kind of clean up also originally what i wanted to do was move a bunch of flowers from a certain spot onto the tables and thought i had organized that but turns out i didn't organize anybody to do that so there was all these little things that just didn't get done which You know, in the end didn't make any difference to my day, but I think if you had a wedding planner or had gone with a company that has somebody there to help you set up the day, these things would have happened a lot more. So if you're going DIY, just be aware that there's a lot of things that you've got to organize on top of that that you don't really think about. Uh, And just to finish up talking about the wedding planning, I think the biggest thing that surprised me about the whole process was just how early you have to book things in. So I had no idea. And like I said, with my dress, I've gone in eight months earlier thinking this will be fine. And um, no, wasn't fine. There was, you know, you've got only got to pick you've only got this much that you can kind of pick from we want to make sure that we can get it on time and then talking to our vendors there's a lot of people that book out really quickly and i don't know if it's because we're in a really popular area like having the surf coast having a lot of beautiful wineries around the place but a lot of the big people book out really 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 in quickly in advance so if you've got someone that you've really got your eye on my biggest recommendation is to get onto them really early as we had to keep postponing it became more and more difficult to try and line up dates with all our vendors because are other people were postponing and they were having new people booking in. So just kind of organizing dates and stuff was quite a stressful time for us. So if you've got plenty of time, I recommend that you book everything in really early and just make sure that you're organized. If you love someone, just get onto them. So reflection of the day, it was like such a whirlwind. I absolutely cannot believe it and then you just you know you start the day and everything's just bang 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 from the minute you wake up so we started really early I think around like seven or eight for um hair and makeup so both our hair and our makeup artists came to my house and I was getting ready there with my bridesmaids yeah everything just was really quickly going along Alex our photographer came he took a bunch of getting ready photos that were amazing and then all of a sudden some of my family were coming to the house too, just beforehand. So they were there at my house. My dad was there. So we're taking my, these beautiful photos with my dad, my mom. And just, you know, the whole morning was a rush. And then all of a sudden it's like, yep, ready to go. So my reception didn't start till three. But honestly, I don't know what I did between seven and three. So you just go, 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 go that whole morning. And then you get there and we had this really beautiful ceremony. So my celebrant, um, her name's Lana Ryder. And so she was fantastic. She's done a lot of weddings and she's really experienced. So she created this beautiful atmosphere for the wedding, told these beautiful stories about Jonti and I. And then of course I had a little teary, like you just get so emotional saying your vows. And I had, I was like struggling to get the words out. And then Jonti. Cold as ice, was like, yes, I love you. I want to spend the rest of my life with you. I'm like, how? how did you do that? It was absolutely hilarious. One thing that I did do, so I walked in with my dad. Obviously, the bridesmaids have gone first. And I walked in with my dad and I was carrying Marnie, so our little baby. Um, I think she had just turned one, so not a baby. but So I was carrying her in my hand. And so it was really beautiful, I think, me carrying her and walking towards Jonti to get married and just kind of combine all of our last names. Obviously, I'm the one with the left out last name and they've got the same last name. So it was really beautiful walking down the aisle together. And then when we got to the top, had this big cuddle and Marnie got excited to see her dad and all this. So that was one of my favorite moments, I think, was just coming to the end of the aisle, holding Marnie, watching her just give her a big cuddle and a kiss and just being so cute. Oh, and actually, I completely forgot about this. I think that Lana had said something about like, all right, it's time to finally make this all official. It's time to say the vows. And then Marnie just started randomly clapping and it was just the cutest thing ever. But it was loud because there was a little pause in what she had said. Marnie starts clapping and then everybody just starts clapping. There's this this hallway filled with laughter and my little one-year-old just like laughing in the middle of it. It was just actually such a beautiful moment. And there's this photo of... Jonty and I both like looking at her and clapping as well. And obviously the photographer can't like quickly rush around and turn around, but we know what's going on. And so it's this beautiful, beautiful photo and memory that I like to look at all the time. Can't really pinpoint if there's any like other big favorite moments. I just think the whole day, like just chatting to my friends and dancing all night. Like we really made it because it was such a chill kind of atmosphere. I didn't feel the stress to like make sure I was doing things and talking to everybody. So during the day while we were at the reception time I just got to like sit at each person's table and just chat to them like what are you guys doing and um chat about whatever like you know it didn't feel like that wedding vibe I guess I was in the big white dress and everyone was asking to take photos of me but I just got to enjoy it talk to all my friends talk to all my family and didn't feel like there was any pressure there so it was just like so much fun and then Dance floor was really fun as well. There's some really great photos of me and my mum just having the time of our life, probably singing to some trashy song that we've sung our whole entire life. So it was absolutely amazing. It was so much fun. I don't think that anything really big went wrong. Obviously, um, you know, we missed a few of the things, like I said, that I wanted to set up that I was going to ask people to do. So a few things didn't get set up, but that wasn't really anything wrong. We had um, one of the gas heaters didn't work and I probably should have ordered a few more. I didn't think it would be that cold being the end of March but it ended up being quite cold at the end of the night. So I should have ordered a um, few more gas heaters. So that's another little hot tip for you if you're planning an outdoor wedding is gas heaters or even blankets. We didn't bring blankets. I think that was one of the things that was on my to-do list that never got done, which is, you know, not great. But also just unluckily where we got married is like a black zone for reception. So we're trying to frantically call the furniture company, trying to get reception. So I think the reception, the only place for reception was like 50 meters into the, um, into the oval. So everyone's like standing, not everyone, but a few people like standing in the middle of the oval, trying to get reception and trying to listen to things. So my favorite vendors, I want to say, would have been the catering company. Pizzas were amazing. I still think about them and I still have people say to me like, you know, that was exactly the kind of thing that I wanted. It felt really, it was really delicious. It felt really relaxed. And obviously my photographer, Alex, was fantastic. I love my photos. I can't make any complaints. They both just made the day feel so easy. Any special elements? So I can't, I don't think we had any like special elements um, or tributes throughout the day. We did have, like I said, we did have quite a few kids there. So um, a lot of John T's cousins and stuff are younger. So like, I think they would have been like 15 to, I don't know, eight or nine at the time, or his little brother and eight or nine so we had quite a few kids there and that was a non-negotiable that they would like they were definitely going to be there they were definitely going to be part of our day so we ended up organizing our catering company had a lot of lawn games so we had all these lawn games that were there for the kids um or adults if they wanted to play but it meant that you know they could be a little bit more entertained they were cousins so they all knew each other and then um we had a couple of family friends kids there and obviously our little baby who i don't think i saw throughout the whole day. Oh, actually I do have one regret. Sorry, I'm gonna backtrack. My only regret is I didn't get enough photos with just Jonty, myself and Marnie. It was just one of those things that we kind of missed. Like she got, we we were with, she was with us. We were getting all these family photos. It was really fun. And then someone would take her away and I pretty much didn't see her for the rest of the day. So I don't actually have, besides from the ceremony, I don't actually have any photos of just the three of us. Which I'm a little bit sad about. My favorite photos from the day would have to be our sunset photos. I'm obviously going to put a bunch of them on our Instagram, but they are phenomenal. I've got these amazing photos of us sitting on the rocks, climbing the rocks, dancing around the area. It's this beautiful open space, and then I think the photos from the dance floor are some of my favorite as well. So. The time that I was dancing with my dad, when it, when all of our um, family are dancing and then dancing with my friends and stuff at the end of the night and my mum. Like the photos from there are so much fun and I love reflecting on them and looking at them. And when they pop up on my photo memories, I'm always like, oh, my God, look at that. Look how much fun we're having. So they'd be my favorite photos from the day. My advice for future planners is to just do exactly what you want to do. So we really wanted that kind of laid back feel. We really wanted it to be relaxed. We really wanted like low key, just everybody doing what they want to do. It's yes, it's a Saturday night, but you know, there's a Saturday night like we would do every other night with just a little ceremony at the front. That was pretty much something we said from the minute we got engaged. Like we just want a really low key kind of affair. Um, I think you can get really pulled into all those beautiful, big Instagram weddings with heaps of, um, people and really big entertainment and big venues and big flowers and stuff like that. But it just wasn't something that we really thought was us. And so we stuck to our guns and said, Nope, we're just going chill. It's going to be minimal. It's going to be low key. Um, and that's kind of what we said the whole time. And that's what we stuck to. And I have absolutely no regrets. It was the perfect day. I feel like I got to spend time with absolutely everybody. I think there's a photo of me with absolutely everybody. Um, And that's exactly what I wanted for my day. So my advice would be have a plan, do exactly what you want and don't let anybody kind of sway you into going any other way. All right. So that is my first episode done. So the plan for this podcast is to have a guest on each week. So I'll be dropping into your ears every Wednesday with a new guest. If you are interested in being a guest, you can email me at hello at weddingtalkpodcast.com. Um, you can email me a little bit about yourself, your story. Um, I will eventually set up a website that'll have all this automated. But at the moment, I'm just like, let's get this out. I've got an idea. I think it's great. I need to get it out. Otherwise, I'll check it out. So Bear with me if these first few episodes are a little bit rusty. I'm just trying to do the best I can and I'm learning along the way. So, yep. I would love it if you can leave a rating and review. I want to get this out so it's a big resource that can be used Australian-wide that everyone can listen to, that people are planning weddings from across the country, know what they um, can do and who they can kind of go to and how to organise things. So if you can leave a rating review, it means that I can get this to as many ears as possible and make it a really helpful wedding resource. Yeah, so that's it from me. Thank you for sticking around. I hope you've enjoyed it. If you have any questions or anything, if you want, do you think there's any topics that we haven't discussed or you want to add, please send me through that email on hello at weddingtalkpodcast.com. If you have anything that you think is important that I haven't included, that'd be really helpful as well. All right, bye.